Hi, everybody. Welcome to No Story is Sacred. If you've never listened before, basically we're four siblings who grew up talking about the art of storytelling. Now that we're adults, we're still talking about it, and we're inviting you to join the conversation. I'm Kat, and I've got a lot of opinions. I'm Brendan, and I'm ready to throw some shade on this. <laughs> uh, God, no, it still doesn't help making jokes. Oh, wow. I'm Pippin, and I I have peculiar tastes, but not not like this. Not like not this. Like this. <laughs> not like this. <laughs> Told you, most iconic line. You're absolutely <laughs> right. And I'm Alex, and I don't talk. I podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is so, so good. <laughs> I feel really so weak. Bad. I like. I just. I. I just was like. I don't like this movie. And you guys are like. Let me pitch this out of the park. All right. Uh, <laughs> Let's crack some jokes to ease the trauma. <laughs> oh. Hey guys, guess what? It is our fiftieth episode. Wow. So, so for this one, we actually, yeah. So. Ugh. 50 episodes, and so clearly we decided in our genius? This is a suggestion <gasps> from from Julie. Thank you. you. <laughs> you know, I, I told Ashley that Julie suggested this, and she's like, well, Julie had to have a flaw somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. no. When she was suggesting this, she had that kind of mischievous, evil look in her eyes. Because she also she knew we wouldn't be able to say no to it. Nope. So the moment like it was said to the flame. So what Brendan's girlfriend suggested is the 2015 film Fifty Shades of Grey. To be fair, I think what she was suggesting was probably the book, and we went fuck no, fuck no, no, uh uh-uh. uh. We love, we hate ourselves, but not that much. <laughs> but spoilers are going to abound for this film, and probably too much about our personal lives. Uh, if you want specific content warnings about things we may talk about, check out the show notes on NoStoryIsSacred.com. However, right off before we start about anything, we are going to be discussing sexual content, unsafe sexual practices, and abuse. Among other things. <laughs> Among <laughs> many other things. Like, that's just the stuff I can think of off the top of my head. I also want to take a moment to ask uh, that if anyone's listening who knew me specifically... I don't care about the rest of you. Uh, as a <laughs> child, especially if you're related to me, it's too late for these fuckers, but <laughs> uh, if you could just turn this episode off now. This is not an episode for our tender listeners, uh, mm-hmm. those who are related to us, uh, those who may someday wish to respect us in a business capacity. <laughs> uh, oh, what have I done? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, oh, no. yeah we made choices. Yeah. We made, we made a lot choices. of choices here. Well, to be fair, I think Julie made choices for us. Can we- <laughs> Knowing we would have said yes. She, she like knows us too well. That's what- guys, guys, my bosses know I have a podcast. My co-workers. Yeah. Yep. Same. Hashtag Sam. Listen, I can't stop them. They know. But if people who, who love me. <laughs> who I don't remember care if you love me. <laughs> Who remember the sweet and innocent child I was? Keep that image. <laughs> don't let don't let your little Pippin die. <laughs> don't let this episode ruin this. Uh, anyway, so, so, so what's keep the uh, what's the brief summary before we go wow. and tear into this? 
For those who've never watched or, God forbid, heard of Fifty Shades of Grey or read Good the for re- you. Good job. Again, stay yeah. this episode off. <laughs> <laughs> and then protect yourselves from ever knowing our sins. Uh, or read the original novel. Oh, and, oh, and don't turn the episode off. Mute, mute it. Uh, and let it play it in full so we can and still get at the uh, listening. Oh, I assume stuff. we get the oh, downloads yeah. if they just started it. Oh, we yeah, still get the downloads. Sometimes so just partial. download it. You've heard the okay. warning. Now delete. That's really where we're at. <laughs> um, or read the original novel or, and I'm going to say this, or read the uh, fanfic on which the original novel was based, Ooh. Masters of the Universe, Twilight fanfiction. Uh, the summary, according to IMDb, is literature student Anastasia Steele's life changes forever when she meets handsome yet tormented billionaire Christian Grey. Awesome names. That's it. Fantastic names. That's the summary. <laughs> Guys, what are we going to do with this? Well, <laughs> uh, let's well, let's talk about the backstory of the work itself. I mean, it's as I yeah. said, it started off as uh, Twilight fan fiction, correct? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, here here's the thing. Uh, credit where credit's due. Clearly tapped into something. And, you know, the author met success. You know, wish all the wish all the best and all that. Huzzah. Right? Yeah. It's hard enough making a living out there. Kudos for that, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, good for her. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I do not, uh, uh, whatever. Begrudge? Thank you. I do not begrudge her success. Yeah. I can wish I had it, but I do not begrudge it. And let us not, uh, delve deeper into her life and find out, uh, and find out, uh, horrible things. Cause, yeah. The author is dead. The author is dead. Hooray, hooray. The author is dead. Woo! Now let's talk about the work. Cause. There's a lot to say about that. Let me just pull out my notes, of which I have many, Mm. many, many. Yeah, I I, I took some active notes as I was watching the film, because Lord knows, there were times I could just take copious notes while nothing was happening. And my very first line was, ugh, it begins. Uh, Mine was, the music is unfairly good. Oh, mine was similar. Uh, oh, I yeah, had I put a spell on you, and if I end up loving the soundtrack, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> but on the other hand, my my follow up was Jennifer L. Y. <laughs> the girl, uh, the woman who uh, plays Anastasia Steele's mother in this, also played Lizzie Bennett in the 1995 Pride and Prejudice. No, <laughs> yes, I didn't recognize her. See, I can see 1995 Lizzie Bennett. As a tall dom, just going to say, <laughs> is this right here. <laughs> oh, cat, cat, cat. Yeah. If that, if that is your if limit. That's where your U line is. <laughs> wow. Early on, cat's out. <laughs> I have to say though, would, would we have felt different? I'm, I'm gonna bring this out. Would we have felt different about Christian Grey if he'd been played by Colin Firth? Well, here's the thing. Yeah. I wasn't mm-hmm. aboard the Colin Firth in Leather Pants train. Mm hmm. So, no, I wouldn't have felt different. I wait. Okay, wait. I feel like he would have played the part better. He would have played the part better. Like I maybe don't... I could have believed he was in love with someone. Mm. Oh, that was oh god! I remember in the promotional materials for this movie uh, that they had like interviews with the two leads, mm-hmm. and in every single interview they had like 
no kind of playful chemistry or anything like that. They basically, I think, hated each other, if I remember right. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's like all these, you know, interviews and all that and like asking saucy questions and they just kind of give like <laughs> monotone, blank stared responses. It's brilliant. <laughs> just like, like Twilight that came before it. No, yeah. to be fair, the actors of Twilight liked each other, but hated the movie. So they That's both spent fair. a lot of time just like completely dissing the film that they were both in and had made the millions. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love their interviews. If you want flirty interviews, you got to get uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law when they were playing Sherlock Holmes and Watson. <laughs> there is a series of interviews where at one point they switch shirts and don't tell anyone. <laughs> Nerds. <laughs> don't ask me how I know or how many of those interviews I watched. So anyway. But yes, if, if, if you want a fun time, just look up the interviews that happened to promote this movie. They are, they're a hoot. <laughs> but guys, okay. we yeah. should talk about the actual story. Yeah, that's true. We, we've right. been avoiding it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for far too long. So, so. <laughs> there is. Pippin, tell me a story. Ruin yourself for people outside. <laughs> Once upon a time, <laughs> there is. A, oh God. So, Anastasia Steele. Great name. Great, Great name. name. Is uh, doing a favor for a friend. Doing a favor for a sick friend. You can tell she's sick because she has. Uh, she's not a, wearing a makeup. She's got tissues on uh, the. On the desk. On the desk. She's her hair and makeup still put, look pretty on point. <laughs> she, she's she's got tissues and she's still wearing pajamas at, during the day. That's it. Yeah, her friend slash roommate uh, is a journalism major. She is supposed to interview Christian Gray, uh, who is going to be the commencement speaker at their graduation uh, for the student newspaper. Uh, she can't do it, so naturally, the done professional thing is to send your English major best friend to do the interview instead. Of course. And none of the other students in the journal as a major. Yeah, who would nobody be else. pissed. No one else who works at the paper. It's fine. Anastasia goes. Uh, she is. To, the, to, to a side note here, the building is called Gray House because that is a wonderful name for a building. <laughs> gray House. In, in the, the middle, middle of a gray of street. The street. <laughs> she goes to find him. Uh, she doesn't have uh, a writing implement with, with with her. Classic Anna. <laughs> 4.0 GPA, Anna? Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's okay, because he has dicks. I mean, pencils. With his name <laughs> on them. Pointed right at her that she will bite. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and actually, it was uh, at that point in the movie when I started a penis counter. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, did you? Dick, or rather, dick count. Uh, yes. Uh, at that point, I was at two because Lord knows they had to make the building look like one too. I do have You're in my a notes. Hero. I just said so, so many phallic images, but I didn't think to count them. I eventually <laughs> lost count. Uh, nice. Wait, wait, um, wait, wait, wait! Quick question, quick question. You guys, yes. did you see the X-rated version or or the unrated version or the rated version? Theatrical. I went with the. I watched the unrated version. Okay, so oh. who did and did not see Dick? I like did actual. Not, I did not see Dick because nope. I rented the movie because, like, fucking, was I going to buy the unrated version? Wait, Correct. You, you were able to rent it. Alex, did you buy it? 
I had to buy it on Amazon. Oof. Oh my Alex, god. You, you only had to scroll a couple more over. <laughs> it was two more. <laughs> well, yeah, I could have done that. Yeah. But no, guys, I, I, I saw Dick. But- Alright, so Alex and Kat, uh, are, uh, forever tainted. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Good for us, Pip. Yeah, whoa, we can still get out. Woo-hoo. It was We're like fine. sudden. It was just like, and like, whoa! <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. All right. So she interviews him with the questions Kate provided, uh, which included, are you gay? Totally asked professional. Him, totally professional. Asked him about his adoption in a way that was, you know, not cool. And, and during this time, the chemistry between them, I mean... Damn. I have one of my notes is, oh, oh, yes, you can feel the passion between them. <laughs> All right, but guys, I, in my notes, I said I was talking to you guys. And what I said is, oh, no, guys, this is terrible, but I'm kind of into this first scene. Oh, God, why are you Oof. so wrong? Listen, yeah, because yeah. I have, uh, I, I have issues. Uh, and also because he did that thing where he, like, clenches the desk and there was a close-up of his hand, like, clenching it. And you could, like, see the moment when he's like, oh, shit, I'm gonna wreck her. And, <laughs> and, and, cause he's all like, before that, he's professional. He's like, wow, this dope here. I'm just gonna give her one of my dick pencils, I guess. And then. And then he just tightens his hands on the thing, and, like, his whole demeanor changes, and I was kind of into it. So anyway, yeah, keep going. Wow. Also, <laughs> he starts asking her questions. See? It happened after the can clenching. <laughs> uh, like, she's an uh, English major, so he asks, <laughs> he asks Bronte, Austin, or Hardy. She gives the wrong answer. She gets Thomas Hardy. I'm like, what? what's wrong with you? Also, I got really pissed about that particular thing. Not any of the rest of it, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but that one particular thing, because, like, Charlotte Bronte, John Austin, and Thomas Hardy are not the only reasons English majors get into Mm-mm. literature. Because, I mean, really, he could have brought up Moby Dick, and I could have done another count. Uh, <laughs> it was right there. Oh, uh, well, she should have said what she should have said, Twilight. <laughs> and, like, like, and she's like, oh. oh. And See, that would have been, actually, that would have been pretty funny. Yeah. Damn. And then look at the camera. <laughs> Wink. Um, Why hasn't there been a parody version of this sh- Why have Like, like scary movie, been. why hasn't there? There's Fifty Shades of Black. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Because this is an incredibly white movie. Yeah. So yeah, BDSM so, so white. What? what? Actually, mm. oh wait, no, no. There is a, a person of color for long enough to uh, to be a gross. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You guys were still in the first scene. All right, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so they, we can make it if we try. Uh, <laughs> we could be heroes just for <laughs> one day. So the interview ends. Uh, she leaves. He snatches the notes out from her notebook while she, her head is turned. She doesn't notice. And by the time she gets back to her apartment, he's emailed the actual answers to Kate. Kate is very thankful. And totally, totally sick. And There's, eats some of Anna's food. Oh, just straight up steals Anna's food. Well, this is where I'm like, oh, this is clearly a girl willing to be a pushover in all circumstances. Those are definitely the best ones who should enter into uh, a power play relationships. Of course. Indeed. And, uh, and actually, it was this point where I actually had another counter start. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in me wanting to escape from this movie, I'm like, ah, so Anna 
gets the flu from her uh, roommate using her laptop and stealing her food. And then she eats the same bowl of food. She gets the flu, fails her finals, doesn't uh, continue on the relationship ever again. The end. And so I start keeping track of how many times I just arbitrarily end the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. But unfortunately, the movie isn't over. Uh, Because Anna goes to her job at the hardware store. But wait, not yet. Before she goes to her job at the hardware store, she leaves her classes. When she leaves her classes, she, we see her, uh, uh, her buddy guy, uh, Jose, Jose uh, who she's just friends with. In the background of that scene, a silver car slowly drives no. past. Really? Yes. 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 Oof. I didn't oh. notice. Oh, fuck. Yes. Add one so to the stalker creepy. count. Now. Did you have a stalker count? There was. Nice. Now you can get to the hardware store where she is now driven for work. Yep. Christian finds her there. Finds. Yep. <laughs> yep. In the Trapped. creepiest fuck. It's a jump scare. They have a literal jump scare of Christian's appearance. Oh, and this is a uh, end of the movie uh, number two. <laughs> she finds Christian's uh, gray uh, creepy as hell. Calls the cops. End of story. End of movie. Done. Nice. He asks for, like, you know, all this, like, creepy, theoretically BDSM stuff, if you know what movie you're in. And she's like, ha ha ha, are you a serial killer? And he's like, ha ha, no. And we're all like, yes. Yes. And they had the opportunity to have cheesy pun innuendo, where he could have just been asking for some screws, and they missed it. They missed their shot. Well. On the other hand, they had the the board full of knots. Very well-tied knots. I have to say, people tried so hard. They did. I they, think a lot of people tried really, really hard. Yeah. The crew. Uh, hats off to the crew. The crew, the set designers, you know, they tried so hard. Like, it's a very prettily composed movie. It is. It's just the most boring smut I've ever seen. We yeah. haven't gotten to the smut yet. We haven't gotten to the smut yet. This is the... Reinforces my point. This is the wooing. Oh, Christ. Wooing. Yeah. But you. then he does, Then uh, she has a touchy co-worker uh, who is not like he's just... Uh, yeah. Uh, and he proceeds to do creepy... Uh, Christian proceeds to do creepy predator eyes at the dude. Uh-huh. Like, I'm sorry, is he going to skin someone and wear it as a suit? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Would instantly improve the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. We switch, We do a hard turn to horror. <laughs> yep. Yep. Stop looking at my notes. <laughs> um, I don't remember what happens next. I can only see my notes. Um, oh, no, I they think... go for coffee. They go for coffee. That's yep. right. Because he asked her out off screen. Uh, but that's when, when he's leaving, we see him getting into the silver car. Uh, so that's how we know. Uh, uh, but he asks her know. things like, are you romantic? Uh, and she's like, you know, well, I'm selling English lit, so I have to be. And that is, again, a bullshit reading of English majors. <laughs> no, what, what, you, what the joke is, the joke that should have been is like, are you romantic? Well, it's not the 1850s. <laughs> should have made a Byron joke. That would have saved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have saved yep. it. One Lord Byron joke and I would have been hooked. <laughs> Or a Percy Shelley show. Oh, yeah. like, well, I haven't, st- I haven't taken my lover's heart out of his chest and carried it with me forever yet, so I don't know. She could have been <laughs> like, so how do you feel about Ozymandias? 
sipping her coffee. Um, King of Kings. Also, in that scene, he proceeds to feed her. And I and my notes say he's feeding her. Jesus, please define the parameters of your scene before you start. Yes. She chokes on the muffin and dies and at the end. Ending, number four. Number and number four. <laughs> at the end of the date, he says, I have to let you go. And I'm like, please stop everything you're doing. You're doing this wrong and bad. You can't end something that hasn't started. This is an unlevel playing field. The end number five. <laughs> But before I do that, uh, let me put my phone into your, my number into your phone. Yeah. There's also a, a weird tinkly, uh, yeah, what the fuck was with all the flip phones? I, th- I thought, my first thought was, when is this Is this set? a historical? Well, then, here's the thing, <laughs> he has a smartphone. What? True. So when, so what kind of person is Anna? I think it's supposed I, to establish. Uh, she's an English major. She's kind of a Luddite. Oh my god. But also, I. For once, the music was went off here. There's, like, this weird tinkly music, which I felt was the wrong vibe for, like, this face-touching middle of the street. I have to let you go. <laughs> All, right. All right. So they break up, except they weren't dating. But they break up. But Christian just can't get her out of his mind. So Anna and Kate are going to go clubbing because reasons. Oh, wait, but she gets a present first. But yeah, be, as they're about to go out the door, uh-huh. K- Christian, I have to let you go gray, <laughs> sends her a ridiculously expensive present, which is first edition Thomas Hardy novels. Tessa the Dubervilles, which, Brent, didn't you read that in high school? Didn't you hate that in high school? Probably. <laughs> we, we, I pushed it out of my mind. We hate That's every all book, I had to say book we're assigned in high school. Yeah, That's I, not true. I love Rebecca. Oh, oh. Well, that's an exception. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> also, fuck my dick. Um, so- <laughs> also, Pep, you got the teacher's copy of the book. Yeah. No, that was of Jane Austen. Uh, no, shit. That was of um, Charlotte Bronte's Jane Eyre, uh, where our English teacher in the margin after Jane and Mr. Rochester kissed had written, finally. And I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anastasia, go get drunk. Crunk. She gets crunk. She drunk calls Christian. And I actually very much liked that scene. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, she didn't have to act across from him. Uh, Dakota Johnson's drunk is pretty funny. Yeah. That's fair. His reactions, though, not as funny. It's like, you're not allowed to drink. You can't do that. <laughs> so he once again finds her where she is. Uh, Jose is trying to make his move. Jose. And Jose, you fell down at the last hurdle. <laughs> I was rooting for you, kid. But he tries to kiss Anna even after she said no, and she's drunk, which was bad. Uh, but then, uh, Christian comes and pushes him away, uh, and she's like, she said no, which is the only time Christian Gray is going to care about consent this, <laughs> In whole, this whole fucking <laughs> movie. <laughs> and, uh, faints. They announces oh, she- Oh, no, she pukes, then she faints. Yeah, but he had this great expression where he's all like, I'm a big, serious, dominant guy, and oh shit, she fainted. Oh, uh, oh, oops. <laughs> and see, that, that was one of the moments where I nearly had a laugh. When she said, I'm gonna faint, and say, so, and his con- confused face, and then she, she faints. <laughs> this does not compute. That's he's a robot. Is all I'm getting at. Quick yeah. question. Um, yeah. So originally, uh, the dude from Pacific Rim 
the golden retriever from that was approached to be Christian Grey, and he <laughs> uh, he said, "Lol, no." Uh, he he backed out of the deal. Actually, fair. Would fair. this have been what kind of movie do you think this would have been if he'd been Christian Grey? I mean, I, I do. think there's only so much you can do. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, think about it. That guy from uh, is his character from Pacific Rim, and thus, therefore. No, he's a total sub. <laughs> or, right, he would have taken care of me proper. Ah, uh, like, yeah. At, at most, it would have been a better looking Christian Grey. Not I hashtag not like Christian. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right, so Anna wakes up the next morning, uh, in a strange bed in strange clothes because Christian changed her out of her clothing while she was unconscious. Yep, and in his defense. They were all pukey. But I the mean, actual yes. answer is to find her roommate and send her home. Yeah. Yeah. Then, true. And then he's left um a a uh eat this, drink this thing, which one, don't eat weird shit in strangers' houses. Particularly true. for pills. And then two, if you're gonna do Alice in Wonderland, man, commit. True. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Also, uh Anna's roommate went home with Christian's brother. Who a Christian has a brother. Apparently. Apparently, like an adopted. Well, he's the adopted, he's adopted. One. They're all no. I thought they were all adopted. I couldn't tell. I just I don't know. Shrug. Not important. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah. By the way, I have a brother. What? What? Yeah. He, oh, you were adopted. <laughs> he ma- he's making out with your roommate right, right now, and that's a perfect excuse uh, why you can't go home. I and you know, I constructed an excuse. Oh, <laughs> <sighs> uh, anyway. Then, then he brought her breakfast, and then he proceeded to eat her toast with his shirt off. Like you do. It was extremely non-sexy, which is not what I expect out of shirtless men eating toast. <laughs> and then I lose track in my notes of what's going on. Okay. Because my next note that I have, uh, that I can tell is, Christian, it's okay that you want this, but you have to explain it. Uh, and also, you're here because I'm incapable of leaving you alone, to which I respond, bullshit. Bullshit actually, is a uh, common at this theme. time, my note at the, around this time is, his true fetish, contracts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have, fuck the paperwork, oh my god. <laughs> oh, I have, fuck the paperwork, and then you can't even stand by your own dumb convictions. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, because so I go in the elevator down, because he's all like, I'm not going to do anything with you until we have a contract. And she's like, what's that? And that's why I was like, you have to fucking explain this. Okay, but that being said, when he says fuck the paperwork, guys, I'm, um, yeah. Catherine Crichton. There Just was an elevator we already know from the mini episode. God damn it, I was that going I have- for the same joke. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Listen, okay, and then it was really hot, and then the elevator opened again, and then people came on, and they were like, la, 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 we weren't making out, like, two seconds ago. <laughs> but I thought that there was, you know, in as much as acting is genuine, I thought there was genuine emotion in that one. So, yeah. Uh, let's so, see. Skipping ahead a little bit, they have, like, another date where not much happens, they travel. Helicopter. Yeah. Helicopter yeah. ride, he, yay. He pulls Flying. her straps. And you have helicopter uh, headphones made by Bose, because that totally happens. It doesn't happen in real life. Um, we see Christian's apartment. As and to- we see mm-hmm. the room. <gasps> Wait. The room. Also, Wait, did- before the playroom, yeah. I want to point out that he gives her an NDA to sign. 
<laughs> which is not normal. And That's... also she signs it without reading it. None of this is normal. Come on, guys. Uh, Yo. But Pip, I want to actually bring... Did did Was I the one who noticed? His apartment looks weirdly like Tony Stark's Malibu place. <laughs> oh. Did you did you get that? I mean, spiral staircases, a uh, uh, weird minimalism, a uh, piano, a piano. Sure, but I feel like Tony's place had more curved lines. That's possible, and and, and more robots, and more robots, and also Tony Stark Stark has charm. Yes, but I think we can both agree he also has a playroom. <laughs> sure, <laughs> but it legit just has old robots in it. <laughs> I don't think he fucks his robot. And a game. It's true. It's his arcade room. Oh my it's god. Got pinball in there. What if he like brings up Pepper? He's like, I have to show you my playroom. And she's like, no, no. I always thought you had this. And he opens the door and it's just a bunch of fucking arcade games. And she's like, oh, oh. oh. Is that an Xbox? <laughs> and he's like, ha, lol. No, I keep the straps under the bed. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, and the, he ends up strapped to the bed that night. I'm just saying, Pepper helps anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, so wait. So she's, uh, they go to the playroom. It's filled with a bunch of uh, toys. It's actually quite nicely put together. Uh, well done again. The set. Bit dim. What? At this point, I just added a flat 10 to the, uh, dick counter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There were a lot of, but that's, it's sex toys. It's just like sex toys yeah. as far as the eye can see. Um, That's why it was a flat 10, yeah. What I was surprised about was actually some of the things that were missing from what I would assume would be in a playroom. Uh, if I had, if I was a billionaire, there was no St. Andrew's Cross, there was no swing, there was just a lot of things missing. Maybe the swing was sort of put away? I guess, but I mean, what about the St. Andrew's Cross? Is it on the wall that we don't see? The fourth one. <laughs> and are there any aftercare materials? That's the question. That's oh, you know there are there are not nearly enough aftercare. How small was his tub? Surprisingly small. Oh, yeah. Wait, I have a note about that. Same here. Uh, but no, like, not enough aftercare materials. Uh, the lighting wasn't good enough. The bed didn't actually look comfortable, but that's okay. Uh, and guess what, everybody? She's a virgin. Because of, of course, course she of course. is. Oh. Uh. Uh, so they have sexy times. Oh, he says, like, say something, please. And I was like, you first. <laughs> I got so fucking mad. Can I bring up something positive? Sure. Uh-huh. Um, so in the first uh, uh, Sexy Times encounter, um, I was actually really pleased to notice, and, and I appreciate that she had clear and visible body hair. Oh, fair enough. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, uh, the actress is is uh, very skinny, and I like whatever. I don't want to do one thing or another that. But frequently in uh, film and television, when there's sexy times, there seems to be the belief that women are born, you know, uh, uh, hairless, mewling infants. Um, and no, she had clear and visible body hair. And at least in one shot, because I was looking, she definitely had pubic hair as well. Good job. Listen, I will take my... <laughs> Uh, victories where they may be. Uh, I anyway, have, I have a note note here saying shout out to the sex being so boring. I looked at my uh, I looked at my phone uh, and the lighting being so dark uh, that I didn't know what was going on when I looked back up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was that like a comment from that one review of like a uh, Twilight where, where they created the sexist sex scene? And- oh yeah, the meadow in uh, Twilight. It's shot in the same way as the sex scene is. Yeah, and this is the answer to that, which is, is the sexist sex scene 
in a different sort of of me. <laughs> the bad way. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Uh, but then, yeah. So the, he has. They, they do uh, uh, a light BDSM scene uh, where there's not enough negotiated consent, and then there's no aftercare. Huzzah! I mean, they do sleep in the same bed. Okay. Uh, which is apparently more than he ever does. I'm like, you were a bad dom. <laughs> and she makes breakfast the next morning. And Beast of Burden was a was an amazing song choice. <laughs> Fair. But frying point. bacon without pants on. 4.0 GPA here. I but. 4.0 GPA, English lit major. But she's also canonically clumsy. So I think that burning oneself on bacon grease counts. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, uh, one of the key points of the story is that, uh, again, Pippin alluded to it. They, uh, uh, he doesn't sleep with people. Like, sleep. It's not a thing <laughs> he does. So when she comes to visit him, she has her own separate room. To which I'm just like, oh, shit, she has her own room. Nice. But that's me. Um, however, <laughs> again, with the set designers trying so, so hard, the wallpaper in that room has birds in cages. Ha. Nice. So basically, just do a different movie in the same locations. Yeah. They a better p- written movie. What? Same crew? I'm willing to even get the same actors. I'm willing to bet that something could have been saved there. Or well, have yeah, have them in playing different roles. Yeah, like have have this guy playing Christian play the brother of Christian. <laughs> have anybody smile? Ooh, oh, that'd be nice. So let's let's uh, we, we we're kind of dragging here, guys. We're already forty minutes in, and we haven't even covered oh my half God. the movie. Oh, okay. so they done fuck, and they fuck some more. Uh, yeah, she he stalks her some more. Yep. Uh, we find out about some of his past. Apparently, he was both adopted and abused pre-adoption. And guess what? Both in this film and the sequels, it is revealed that maybe that's why he's sadistic and kinky. Weird. Here's okay. That Come on, is Pip. bullshit. Because you do not need. To, it's somewhere in my notes. I have you do not need trauma to be into BDSM. The two are not actually connected. What you need, if you've uh, been traumatized, is to go to therapy. Therapy, and then you can still enjoy kinky times. But it is yes. not a uh, a one to one. For fuck's sake. Because BDSM is not about. Uh, reliving your trauma or taking your trauma out on other people. It, it's about sort of control, it can be, or taking care or being taken care of. It's actually very sweet, just it kind is. of rough. It's, it's when just, done correctly. Yeah. Yes. Oh, oh my god. And we also find out oh, yeah, that how one. Christian was introduced Ooh. to BDSM. Pippin? <sighs> By his mom's, his adopted mom's friend, uh, when he was 15, he was her submissive for six years. I'm like, oh, cool. You were raped. You were raped a lot. And you don't even seem to realize it? And he's like, and I'm still friends with her. I'm like, that's not friendship. Dude. That is like, uh, what's the word? Grooming? <laughs> yeah. That's long-term uh, child abuse. Anna actually calls him, calls her uh, a child mm-hmm. abuser. I'm like, yeah, Anna, yeah, call it like, like it is. And I appreciated that, but it felt like they were lampshading the issue. They're like, oh yeah, by the way, this is child abuse. But then they didn't deal with it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I had my note like, ah, this is a Valentine's movie. Yeah. <laughs> Came out Valentine's weekend. Yeah, actually, uh, for, for our Valentine's weekend date, we specifically skipped this movie and went and watched Kingsman instead. There you go. <laughs> Better choice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the other guys in the line just had that forlorn look. 
And I'm like, haha, we win. <laughs> uh, I will say that uh, in terms of realism, I wonder if somebody had a clue somewhere because had to. because they did a scene and she was in the scene that was a negotiated scene. It was great. And then he kisses her and fucking leaves. There's no aftercare. And she has actually a very, I thought, well portrayed, uh, 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 show of sub drop, which is basically where you drop very suddenly out of that headspace and everything's terrible and awful. Mm. Uh, you're not supported. You're not, um, you know, sort of helped through it. You know, you're not brought back to a, uh, uh, a more reality. Yeah, exactly. Instead, you've been put into this position where you've given someone else power and that other person has fucking left. Yeah. Also, dehydration is a thing. It is. Uh, I mean, drinking some juice after a scene. He is such a bad dom. Like, he's such a bad dom. And he must have learned this from that woman. Yeah. What kind My of notes- lousy fucking dom was she? The abuse of My kind. notes mentioned subdrop before even. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they talk about making a contract. Um, she uh, is hesitant to sign it because it mentions a lot of fucking bullshit. Because not only does it dictate uh, what goes on in a scene uh, when they'd be playing together, it dictates her like entire fucking life she's not gonna drink she's not gonna do drugs she's not gonna smoke he's looking for like the thing is when when he's like when he originally gives her the description what their relationship is like it seemed to be just a weekend deal and instead what the contract does is it's a full-time uh uh, bdsm play it's a dom sub relationship that extends beyond the bedroom and that wasn't what he advertised this as and also not the thing you get into your first time out he, no. God. And nope. also, did you notice how he did, like, oh yeah, sure, he did the, uh, 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 the, the lights, the, uh, uh, stoplights for, in terms of consent. Now, in real world, the stoplights are a, you know, a, a handy, you know, shorthand. Uh, red means stop. Yellow means, uh, I'm a little cautious. Be careful here. And green means this is the best thing ever. Keep on going. In his contract, there was no green. Yeah. How is there no green? Does consent not even, does enthusiastic consent not figure in his experience? Because he's never going to check in. It's on her to stop it. Yeah. Which is just, Mm. oh. And to be fair, there are times when she stops a thing. Mm -hmm. But very often he'll just find another way to go around it. Like breaking into her apartment? She's breaking into her apartment after she said, I you know, see you later, or see mm-hmm. you never, or she says something dismissive, like, we're not Break talking up. ever again. Yeah. Uh, he then goes to her apartment, mm-hmm. into her bedroom, and they have sex. You know, I'm not sure she ever said yes. Mm. Uh, mm. she didn't say no, but that's not the same thing. All she did was just sit and sew. Took you a bit. Okay, so she, so she, she goes to her mom's. In Georgia. She did not tell him beforehand. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so angry. But because they've known each other two weeks, she didn't need to let him know. Yeah. She hasn't signed the contract yet. She never signed it. Uh, he goes and finds her again. And to make a point, they were in Seattle, or whatever. Her mother is in Georgia. Georgia? Was it Georgia? I think, I think so. I remember Georgia. Yeah. So yeah, 
creepy. So, yeah. Uh, and then they go back. Uh, he's angry and whatever about something. He then... Christian angry and weird about something? Say, say no more, Pippin. That, that's, that, that, yeah. And then he decides, I forget if there was actually a reason that he wants to punish her. He wants to punish her because she went off to Georgia. Uh, and then she broke rules, and she did it on purpose. And she hadn't signed the contract. And because she hadn't signed the contract. Which was like, that's part of it. But, so Anna agrees to this punishment because she wants to know what she's getting into. Which, it which is valid, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but again, he doesn't explain what's going to happen. Yes and no. He says what he's going to do. But there is, again, no pre-care, no aftercare, no... Also, fully informed consent. She doesn't have a basis of comparison for any of this. Nope. So she doesn't know what kind of pain she's going to get, where the pain is going to be, uh, anything like that. Aside from, from some vague Googling that was shown earlier in the movie that she immediately closed. Yeah, and also, don't trust Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, find your local sex shop. They have experts. Um, And who are happy to talk to you about it. Oh, yeah, and they will also gently explain to you abusive relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. They have this scene. Anna nopes the fuck out. Uh, She says it's over. Uh, She goes to leave. Christian tries to stop her. uh, And she just goes, no, stop. And he does. The one and only time. Yeah. And then she leaves. And that's where the movie ends. Wait, wait. In the last scene, he's wearing black and she's wearing white and they both need to compromise to become gray, but they don't. The movie ends. Oh, also, he's Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They kept that line from the book. Actually, I don't oh. mind Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. Like, that's... I eh. I hate to say it. Fifty Shades of Gray is a pretty good title. I'm sorry. It I'll, is. I'll see myself out. It I'll is. see myself out. Bye. It is. Bye, Al. <laughs> Just us now, Pip. Canonic- yeah. Canonically, uh, Bert from Burton Ornery owns two different copies. <laughs> of Fifty Shades of Beige and or Oatmeal. This anyway, so that is Fifty Shades of Grey. Christian Grey <sighs> is a trash person. Uh, and Anna can find a perfectly nice boy who can take her out on dates and also tie her up. It's Both are possible. You can get two good deals in one boy. <laughs> Seattle's a big city. It's true and weird. You'll find someone. Yeah, like there are probably at least three different dub homes around at a uh, Home Depot. Jose would have been <laughs> willing to learn for you. Uh, but, <laughs> but Jose, Jose was creepy. Yeah. Now Jose her was. roommate, her roommate would have been happy to learn for her. Oh, I, I do huh. have somewhere in my notes, Kate Anna. Now, uh, yeah, at the end of the movie, I had uh, 11 the end wish scenes uh, tallied. Nice. I think I had, hold on. Eventually, I just stopped counting uh, on the on the uh, the dick count chart just because eventually you just give up. But what, How high did you get? Yeah. The high teens, at least. Nice. Uh, stalker count was six. <laughs> nice, nice. Seems low to me, but, you know, he's a good enough stalker well, just, that not just even Just the explicit, you know, showing up. Sudden camera reveal kind of things. Fair enough. Ah, I have somewhere in my notes. Uh, I realized that part of the contract that she, again she hasn't signed, but is you know leaning towards. Uh, she's following some of the rules. Is 
or the submissive going on birth control and getting the pill. It specifically says uh, the pill. And I realized, wait a second, Christian Grey's rich enough that he could afford an IUD. And he doesn't know oh, oh, what her, her, her body chemistry is like. Yeah, yeah, that seems like the sort of thing she should get more of a say in. So anyway, let's uh, let's transition on to what oh, we'd change, because man, we've... What? Uh, I want to tell you guys the thing I googled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that makes me worry about my Google results for the rest of forever. Uh, I googled safe places for impact play, because I'm convinced that that whipping scene at the end was just straight up not safe. Uh, because you're supposed to do that sort of thing against the more fleshy parts of the body, you know, butt, thighs, things like that. And you specifically want to avoid, like, major organs, like your kidneys. Uh-huh. Uh, which are sort of lower down in the body, around where he was whipping. So, I just want to point that out. She, her life was literally in danger, because he's awful. We can talk about story changes. Okay, let's talk about story changes. Uh, so, Kat, what would you change in Fifty Shades of Grey? I mean, okay, I've thought a lot about this, by which I mean I didn't think a lot about this. I, I would really prefer to do a straight, so to speak, BDSM romance. I think that this could have been sexy. It could have been fun. It could have been about negotiating boundaries. Um, we could have had it all. We could have had it all. I mean, it's it's a fascinating and fun thing. Um, I I think that clearly there's an interest in the public, and you know, if they just done it with some research, not creepy, not I mean, because elements of it can be a bit weird to people who are not expecting it. But that doesn't mean that you have to like up the creep factor. You know, I would just like to have, um, you know, take away the jump scares, take away the lack of consent, actually give them some chemistry. You Add know, an introduction to the BDSM community. Yes. Uh, some more jokey you know, jokes. Some more jokey jokes. For instance, <laughs> there's a lot of fun that can be had regarding Home Depot and the jokes thereof. The screw jokes, again, right there. <laughs> right there. Uh, I'm reminded of, you know, a, a joke, uh, that somebody took a picture of a particular aisle from like Home Depot and it said things like rope, screws, uh, <laughs> you know, locks, chains, uh, and, and somebody just tagged it, you know, party at the Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> there could have been a great excuse for a, oh, I'm sorry, Anna's a bit tied up right now joke. There could have been so sorry. much. And then, but it also could have been a, a, an excuse for education. I mean, it consent is sexy i will say another thing that i approved uh, i did approve of one other thing which is that we saw sexy application of condom true he did put on a condom he did put on a condom and it was hot i will say it he like ripped it off it was nice nice. see he did he i'll open the condom with my teeth yeah, like whatever. Like, which I'm not is, sure that's actually a safe thing to do. I'm not sure it's but, a safe thing, but the point is, he did take some time out to put on a condom. Uh, every time I, every time I see that, I was like, like you're just gonna get lotion in your mouth, buddy. Yeah, <laughs> but little things like that, like demonstrating safe sex, demonstrating uh, uh, sexual bodies that are not strange. You know, uh, uh, <laughs> where did he touch you, dolls? Yeah, uh, uh, demonstrating how did you consent. Showing why this kind of odd community is a lot of fun and sexy. Yeah. And yeah. we could have had that. I mean, how often is this kind of film going to get greenlit for general public? 
clearly, a lot of the set designers knew what they were doing. Yeah, they knew it was a... (laughs) So, I mean, I'm just really disappointed that we didn't get in the mainstream a film that could have been really useful bringing forward um, a, a not unpopular subculture. And which also, when done correctly, has valuable lessons for the mainstream. Cough, cough, consent, cough. Mm. Um, you know, talking about support networks, talking about, uh, uh, what you're willing to do, what you're not willing to do, making conversations about sex part of the sex. Yes. I mean, all of that. (laughs) Let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about. How about your levels of consent? (laughs) What are your hard guidelines? (laughs) Hard nose? Okay. Anyway, that's what I would have done. I would have, I would have played a, I would have written out a straight, so to speak, BDSM romance. Legit. That's mine. You name a fandom and there's going to be a fic in there somewhere that's an introduction to the BDSM scene. I'm literally thinking of one right now. Same. Oh my god, is it the one from, uh, Avengers? No, Daredevil. Nice. Alright, we'll share links later. Anyway. Yeah. (laughs) So who's next? I mean, I have a whole list of ideas, so y'all can go and I can just take any of the leftover. Yeah. I got some ideas here. More, more, more structural changes than, uh, than, than Kat's thing. So, so one thing that kind of irked me as I was watching this movie, aside from the fact that nothing happened, is... Really boring smut. Yeah. They keep on mentioning Jose Mm. for the rest of the movie. He just sort of disappeared. Yeah, his last scene was the bar with the really awkward scene there. Everyone just sort of really disappears. Which is, by the way, yeah. in and of itself a sign of abuse. But go on. Yeah. Isolation. True. So something I'd change would be to have him maybe be like an external force. Something to like compare and contrast this weird relationship with Christian as, as maybe perhaps like a, a more toxic form of a relationship that they have to deal with. I don't know. That is something that needs to be uh ironed out, of course. But like they keep on mentioning the guy. And he falls off the face of the planet. Yeah. Which I thought was weird. I would also, in this movie, actually have that mom's friend be a, actually there. Cause there seems to be central to whatever's tormenting this, uh. I assume that she would appear in later movies. Does she? I don't know. I assume that she did. I'm kind of curious to look that up, but I don't want to taint Google. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, don't but- do what I did. That's why they make incognito mode. <laughs> Whatever. It was late. I wasn't thinking. But no, like, clearly this other character is, like, central in Christian Grey's really fragmented psyche or whatever we want to call it. Sh- should probably be involved in the story somehow, is all I'm saying. Are you talking about the woman? Yeah. She appears in a later movie. Does she? She does. Oh, okay. But things, there's nothing happening in this movie, so we need something happening, something external at least. I don't know. Yeah, I got like two thirds of the way of the movie, and I was like, "Wait, is something supposed to happen?" And nothing does. What's the plot here? And so, what I'm almost wondering here, uh, to tie at least uh, either the mother's friend or maybe even Jose into these intricate plots, because why not? We need to have something happen. Is I'm kind of going for. A corporate espionage play Ooh. happening in the background <laughs> because one of the things that uh, happens in the movie is that 
uh, Christian had to go back and do some sort of important business meeting. Nah, that, that's when he first hears that there's some sort of like corporate insider or some sort of a attempt at stealing their tech. Who knows? So during this entire time, there's just this thread of like mistrust and all that. And maybe it turns out Jose is involved because why not? He has a connection to Anna and then therefore a connection to Christian Grey. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It could be the fact that the mother's friend is from a rival company, it turns out. And she's been slowly and surely, you know, manipulating the forces to get more information out of this now successful technical company. Yeah. All these things can happen and we can actually have conflict happening and have it be interesting for those of us who want to have things happen in our stories. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I want everyone to take a moment because I got distracted by a thought, a mental image. I want everyone to think of Christian's mom's friend as Tammy One from Parks and Recreation. <laughs> oh my god, wait, wait, guys. Wait, who played Tammy One? Someone? Do you remember? I don't okay. remember her name off the top of my head. Here, keep talking because I have a sneaking suspicion. Oh, uh, Megan Mullally? Nope, no, that's that was Tammy, Tammy Two. two. Uh, then I don't know. Oh, any other Tammies. Uh... All right. So uh, Tammy One pl- was played by Patricia Clarkson. However, yeah. the um the woman that Christian Grey uh was domed by was played by Kim Basinger. 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 Thank you. One of those. So just there you go. They look similar, right? Probably, but Tammy One. Yeah, that's true. It's a great mental image, anyway. <laughs> actually, actually, it was Lucille too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I think it was Audrey too. Bren, were you done? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I just wanted to have any excuse possible to somehow escape from this movie. <laughs> Nothing seemed to work. You wanted something to happen. Anything. Please. Uh, Al, did you want to go? Uh, let's make it a just straight up comedy. Just try to have just Christian trying to lay down these hints. And not only does she not like get the, it's like she did in the, the start of the movie. She is continuing to not get that it is going flying straight over her, her head. Actually, it'd be pretty great if she did know exactly what he was talking about. She actually knows a lot more about it, but she just keeps playing dumb because she wants to wonder how, like, how far he'll actually go. Oh, that's also good. Yeah, let's, let's go with that. Mm-hmm. The, oh, wow. So this is your playroom. So do you entertain guests in here? Uh. <laughs> this is for my darkest fantasies. Uh, you know what? A few lamps would really solve that. Oh, light switch rave raves. Silent disco in Christian Gray's apartment. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, you know, just and just keep on enjoying that, and and then like like when he follows her to fucking Georgia, it's like, oh fuck, wow! Uh, you're 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 here. Uh, I guess have a peach fuck i don't know <laughs> i would love it if she actually turns out to be the dumbiest dumb whoever dumbed <laughs> yeah. that'd be uh, hilarious oh, yeah, and then she's just like you know what this is getting really tiring down and he's just like folds and he's like what the shit's happening she's like look i tried to let you off easy <laughs> what are your safe words and then we can continue <laughs> Like, <laughs> she breaks out the latex gloves. <laughs> After she checks to make sure he's not allergic, because she oh, cares. and some people do not like medical fetish. Oh, yeah, that's fair. That's mm. fair. So you gotta be careful of that kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. 
That's why you have, that's the actual point of the contract, not to control some people's lives, but just to set out what you are or are not willing to do. Because nobody wants to have a bad time. And this is like a constructed way to perfectly have fun. Now, granted, it doesn't always work that way, but that's why you have safe words. That's why you have this. That's why you have that. If the sub isn't in total control at all times, you're doing it wrong. Absolutely. The sub is always in control. That's what people don't realize. Except the people who are actually in the relationships. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the sub is the one who has the control to give up their control and then take it back again. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Because the control is a gift. What? Anyway. Did you have anything else to add, Alex? Uh, <laughs> I know. Make a comment. And, uh, uh, wow, you're comparing your, your, pe- your penis to a pencil. Real? You thought mm. that real? A little hard about that one, didn't you? I'm sure it's an apt comparison. <laughs> <laughs> she pulls out, like, the magic bullet, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, smoothie maker. And then just starts <laughs> pointedly using it on the counter. Oh. <gasps> uh, so. It's up to you now, Pip. Whittle yeah, it down. I- Save us. Well, well. Uh, I also had uh, romantic comedy uh, introducing Anna to the BDSM community sort of thing. I did briefly entertain the idea of Hosea's romantic lead, mm-hmm. though he ruined it, um, though no more than Christian did. <laughs> um, I just, I did think how funny it would be written up in our relationships. <laughs> <laughs> From Reddit? Oh, today I fucked yeah. up. <laughs> Am I the asshole? Yes. <laughs> You're the asshole. And just, and just all the Twitter... <laughs> Responses of, yeah, that's what I call yikes. R slash legal advice. <laughs> R slash legal advice. <laughs> Throw the whole man away. I love uh, our relationships. I love reading that Twitter thread. It's, it's like, oh my god, it's, yeah, so, it's pretty great. So, who's this in that thread? <laughs> Aha! Anyway, that leaves me. <laughs> this leaves me with two ideas, and I cannot pick between the two. Uh, I have the obvious one, which I am shocked no one else did. Which is that it leans full on into horror. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm thinking either a weird BDSM version of the Stepford Wipes or Bluebeard. Ooh, Bluebeard, <gasps> Bluebeard. 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 He Bluebeard. had that little lock. He had yeah, the key. Yeah, and had 15 other women. Um, be bold, be bold. Yeah. What happened to them? We don't know. We don't know what happened to those women. What's underneath that mattress? Be bold, be bold, but not too bold. That's what's written above the playroom door. <laughs> oh, my um, God. Yes. Yes. Uh, and you don't really have to change a lot. Oh my god. And instead of a weird panda art in his office, it's a fox. Ooh. Mr. Fox, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, I appreciate that, friend. Um, Thank you. But yeah. so And you don't really have to change a lot. You just lean into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My other idea was fairies. Because you know who care about contracts, written or verbal? Ooh. Ooh. The she. Is he fucking Tam Lin? <gasps> oh my god. He's Tam Lin. Don't ruin Tam Lin with no. this. She's Tam Lin. He's Tam Lin. She is Janet. Kim Basinger, whatever her name is, is the Queen of Elfland. How dare you uh, ruin Tam Lin with Christian Grey? No, this is about the fall of Tam Lin. Ugh. Anna is Tamlin. Christian Grey is the queen of fairies. He needs to bring a tithe to hell. He does. Uh, had all those women before. That's paying true. That, that's what he paid the tithe with. But someday someone's going to free Anna. I should hope. 
And if he had known this night, if he had known then this, well, shit, how does the line go? My point is, uh, he was fucked out of her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Thy toi, gray een. And put in. Oh, yeah. Uh, a tree. Toi, no tree. Um, Getting in that really, really hardcore Scottish accent there, Pip. <laughs> Hi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that is my thought. I don't even have to change that much. No, not Just really. Just aesthetic pieces. Uh, but yeah. Uh, either one of them could work. Either one of them is brilliant and makes a better story. That's true. Guys. Very true. Can we do a game? And I even know which game. All right. What game we get to play? It's a game we haven't done in a while. It's okay. called Laundry Day. Oh. <laughs> and in this game, we wonder, what are these characters doing when they're not participating in the plot? <laughs> uh. You know what her father's doing? Waiting by the goddamn phone, hoping that she'll call. Oh. Ah, he seemed like a really good guy. He did. <laughs> shows up for one scene, is a good guy, leaves. Here's the thing. He showed up to uh, her graduation. He was husband number two uh, of her mom's. She's on currently on husband number four. Neither of them came to her graduation. So I can accept him because he broke something. But her mom could have taken a day. Jennifer L. was a disappointment in this. Yeah. Mm. Right. Wait, so is that your answer? Yeah. Okay, I have an answer. The driver. Christian Gray's driver. Ah, dri- damn. Ah, Christian Gray's driver, who, if Taylor. I- Taylor. Yes, if I was not going a- if I was not doing a, uh, a straight up romance or whatever, I would, uh, BDSM romance, I would make a, uh, a story about him, because I think he and Anna should get together. <laughs> he seemed nice and dependable. I think he spends most of the, he's wandering around, like, having Christian Grey in the back seat being like, no, no, drive past slowly for no good reason. Uh. And he's like, okay. He shows up on time to meet her. He doesn't touch her inappropriately. He provides confidence, uh, or, uh, uh, she gives confidences to him. I think that he spends a lot of his time quietly cleaning the cars and counting the days until he can pension off. Yeah, yeah. I could see him doing that. But also, like, what's, what's his, like, deal man he's a driver like how many times has christian gray done something skeevy in the back seat uh, yeah too many times um you know does does christian like how much longer or must he turn a blind eye to the to the rampant abuse going on those poor girls i i can't <laughs> to keep quiet anymore yeah is he gonna whistle blow so I, but I do think his daily life is basically, I think that he maybe has a uh, a secret of his own. He seems like the kind of guy who has a dark past and is trying to atone quietly and realizes that he has picked the wrong place to atone. Yeah. That's where I'm at with him. So I just imagine him eating like cans of cold beans in his apartment, not because he can't afford more expensive food or a microwave, but because he doesn't feel like he deserves better. Aw. Um, and, you know, he has clothes, but it's the same outfits. It's the same outfit, and it matches the way Christian Grey has the same fucking outfits. But he has the same outfits because, you know, he doesn't want to stand out from the crowd. He doesn't want to really, you know, show himself. He's, uh, you know, he was, maybe he's a vet, a war vet, not a vet vet. Um, uh, he still has nightmares at night of, of the people he killed in that one terrible day in Fallujah. And, uh... Hmm. And he keeps, and, and he's afraid that he's come back not to a, a world of sophistication and, and, uh, and so on, but rather to just another, another war torn land. 
And that's my laundry day. So my laundry day is we're going to follow Anna as she tries to work on her novel. No, no. Well, I hope you like no, Starbucks. No, like, no, 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 no. Her thesis. No, but she graduated. No, she graduated. She graduated. Well, well, yeah. In act two, when she's dating him. Well, here's the thing. We make a lot of assumptions about what an English major does. Yeah. I think it's a fair assumption that, oh... You're an English major. What's the novel you're working on? Yeah, it's coming. Come next. on. Yeah. Come on. Come, Come on. on. Yeah. What, what you writing there, Anna? You you gonna write the the next great American epic? Huh? Uh. Huh? You gonna be the next Kerouac? No. Well, okay. Well, you, well Christian Horry <laughs> opened with the a uh, with the Bronte Austin or Hardy. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Still can't believe she said Hardy. <laughs> but I think I, I think. When we're not seeing her involved in this weird play of <laughs> all this stuff involving Christian Grey, it's like a lot of coffee shop scenes while she's working on a typewriter because she doesn't have a computer for the longest time. Oh, God. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, what's that? Ugh. Yeah, her laptop was broken. How is her laptop broken as a senior in college as an English major? Yeah. I mean, the, the library exists. I mean, my laptop broke in my senior year of college. That was a tough time. And then your billionaire boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) I would be so mad if you had a billionaire boyfriend and you didn't tell me. Pip. Like, the others I could understand. Me, though? (laughs) (laughs) You would be the first one to know if I had a billionaire boyfriend. Thank you. I'd tell you second after Ashley. Wow. I understand that. Harsh. Thank you for understanding me. So yeah, that's that's my laundry day. Just a bunch of coffee shop scenes. Oh. Fair. Well then, my laundry day, Christian Grey actually doing business stuff. Whoa. <laughs> business, 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 business. Yes, indeed. You mean proving that why he's a billionaire at the age of 27? Apparently. Being hyper-competent? Yeah. Just like... Being actually in control of something? <laughs> Appropriately? Just him in front of an Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh my god. He's like, I will control this PowerPoint. I will. Like... Okay, can you can you get me the numbers for uh, from our New York office uh, uh, during the last quarter? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, right away, Mister yeah, Gray. And, uh, and some coffee, black, please. <laughs> it's gonna be another all nighter. But you go home. You you should you should get some sleep. How's how's uh Mark and the kids? Good. good. Okay. Good. Yeah. Well, you know, it's you should you you spend some extra time coming tomorrow. You've you've been here late. Come in around ten. Um, oh, thank you. It's fine. It's a kid's birthday soon, right? Yeah. Yeah, th- yeah. Yeah. Thank you. You get some rest too, sir. Or, I mean, can't fall- have you falling asleep at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> no rest for the wicked. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, then, and then, right. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I see. I like that. Like, just proof that he's not just like, ugh. Creepy. Yeah. He's like, there's a reason why he's got a ton of money. Also, his family's rich. Let's just be honest here. There's yeah. also that. Yeah, he got a lot of privilege to go around. Yeah, I mean, so it's not like he built it from the ground up or anything like that. To what to your oh your success? Uh, I'm rich. Uh, oh, the trust fund. Ah, ah, ah. Yes, yes. Point. Uh, Good point. My family already owned this real estate, and I just slapped Grey House on it. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, I would say my fifteen million dollars starting fund. My startup right there. Hmm. Yeah? Yeah. All right. No, no. Loan. Oh, God. 
Oh, yeah, that's yeah, what that's, that's what, what they is. call it. So anyway, yeah, the uh wait, so is that all of us? Yeah. 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 Nice. Blaze through that. We know where we want to go away from this story. <laughs> uh, awesome. So yeah, that was uh that was fifty shades of gray. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we got an apology. <laughs> <laughs> I'll forgive you this time. <laughs> And uh, as always, if you have an idea or prompt to submit, head on over to nostorysacred.com slash submission. You can follow us on Twitter at nostorysacred or send an email through contact at nostorysacred.com. Your hosts have been Alex McDonald, Brennan McDonald, Pippin McDonald, and Catherine Crichton. Editing for this episode done by Brendan. Transcript done by Ashley DaCosta. Art by Jay Wolf. Show notes and transcript are available at nostorysacred.com. Thanks for listening, everyone, and please rate, review, and subscribe to No Story is Sacred. You can also visit our Patreon page to support the show and get neat rewards at patreon.com slash sacred. See you next time when we talk about the movie, A Fish Called Wanda. Yes! <laughs> Until then, we're No Story is Sacred, and any story can be changed. This was Brendan. I'm Pippin. I'm Alex. And I'm Kat. And we're... No, no story, story is sacred. sacred.